Hey guys, welcome back to Rishang's Blockbusters and today uh, we are going to be reading the first chapter of Sudhamurthy's The Magic of the Lost Temple. The chapter name is The Family. So let's start reading. Nuni was a 12-year-old tomboy who loved all forms of physical activity, whether it was walking, climbing, jumping, or hiking. She was a foodie but wasn't interested in cooking. She was not fond of TV or cartoons either. Sometimes she watched Chota Bheem, but only when her parents told her to do so. She didn't feel like surfing in, on the internet or playing computer games. If she couldn't be outdoors, she preferred to read. Like most of the girls, she didn't care about the clothes she wore or the way she looked. Her father, Dr. Shaker, brought her dresses, skirts, hairbands and girly accessories, but Uni usually preferred wearing a t-shirt and leggings. When she was younger, she had long curly hair that her mother, Usha, used to insist on plating every day. But as she grew older, she adopted to cut it so that it it fell to her shoulders, so much to disappointment of her mother, who was proud of her daughter's thick, long hair. Nuni loved braiding her hair and drying brightly colored bows at the end of her two plates. There was nothing Usha could do to change her mind. Once Nuni decided to do something, nothing could stop her. Now, Nuni's real name was Anashtka, but everyone called her Nuni. It was easy to spell and Nuni liked it. Today was a big day for her. She was a 7th grade student of the CBST English medium school called, called Kendriya Vidyalaya in Bangalore and was about to get her yearly report. As soon as the teacher handed her the report card, Nuni closed her eyes and prayed to the God in the last minute an attempt to bribe him into giving her a good rank. While she didn't care much for how she was placed in the class, she knew that her father was very sensitive about it and she wanted to make him happy. With hesitation, she finally opened her eyes and turned to the first page of her report card. Her eyes searched impatiently to see her rank in class. Finally, she saw a two-digit number, 10. She ranked 10 in her class. Oh, dad is going to be disappointed today, she thought. Absent-mindedly, Nuni looked up and saw her friend Ramya jumping with joy. Immediately, she knew that Ramya had come first. Nuni smiled. She was happy for her friend and got up to congratulate her. Soon, she was surrounded by her friends. Everybody was either talking about the rankings or their plans for the 10-week summer holidays. Some were going to attend swimming classes while others were taking courses in art, music or dance. But Mooney's parents had other plans. It was time to board the school bus. Mooney said goodbye to everyone and then began thinking about her summer plans as the bus began the journey home. After a few days, she and her parents were going to leave Bangalore and head to a holiday resort in Kur. This was the ritual every summer. Nuni's mother took a 10-day vacation from her job as a bank officer and her father, a doctor and a physician, adjusted his schedule so that he could get away too. 
it was hard task for him to take off from the hospital because of the increase in patient load during the summer season the three of them always went to a resort which they booked at least 6 months in advance on their prior trips they had visited kodaikanal uti erkod nainital and manali among others The places may have been different but the routine was exactly the same. They would check into the resort and buy a few things from the market nearby so that Usha could make them some breakfast or if he didn't feel like cooking they would eat in the restaurant. After a sumptuous meal the three of them would go for a nature walk and her father who loved photography would take pictures of everything they saw. If the resort had a swimming pool, Yoni and her father would swim and lay on the pool chairs for the entire day. Occasionally, other family friends also accompanied them on the trip. Before returning to Bangalore, Usha and Yoni would buy souvenirs for their friends. Yoni had mixed feelings towards such a routine vacation. She didn't really love it, but she didn't want to miss it either. After they came back from Cook, Yoni was going to join a summer camp. where she would learn yoga, painting, swimming and pottery for a few weeks. By the time the camp was over, school would reopen. Rooney would have liked to do something different and new, but she couldn't think of anything. Her mind wandered to her mother's parents, who lived in Indore, a city of forests in the summer and her family did not like to go there at the time of the year. However, the maternal grandparents usually came to Bangalore in the winter and spent at least 10 days with them. Sometimes Usha took Nuni for for a week into Indore during Diwali holidays, but Nuni felt uncomfortable there. Though her family spoke Kannada at home, the main language spoken by the people in Indore was Hindi. Moreover, it was little different from the Hindi she studied in school. Maybe that's why she didn't have any friends there. Dr. Shaker practiced in a nursing home. He was the son of a farmer and belonged to a small village called Somanahalli, which was located on the banks of Varada River in North Karnataka. Dr. Shaker's parents still lived in the village. Every year during the Ganesha festival, Nuni and her parents would make a four-hour trip to Somanahalli by car and stay there for a few days. Dr. Shaker felt uncomfortable in the village and always wanted to come back to Bangalore as quickly as possible. Usha, on the other hand, didn't mind spending time there. Rooney liked Somanahalli. It had a huge field and a sparse forest with big hills. She loved going with her grandparents to the fields every morning. There were plenty of vegetables and fruits for her to see, like rice, paddy and banana. home in her grandparents house she was fascinated by the cows in the cowshed so busy with her thoughts noni realized just in time that her bus had reached the stop she hurriedly got off and walked home her family lived on a fourth floor of a nice apartment complex in jainagar when she reached home and rang the bell usha opened the door Noni was surprised and happy to see her mother. Mom, what are you doing back from office so early? But 
without waiting for a response, she handed over her school bag to her mother and went inside the bedroom to change her clothes. On her way, she passed by the kitchen and saw the maid, Kaveri, cutting vegetables. Usha followed her. No, Amy, I'm sorry. We are not going to cook this year. I hope you aren't disappointed, she said. That's fine, Mom. But why? What happened? I have to attend a special training program in Delhi. It is compulsory and I have to report there in a few days. The training is for six weeks. Oh, Mom, I want to come to Delhi too. You know how much I love it there. Mini went to her mother and hugged her. Usha knew that her daughter loved places with monuments, probably because Usha herself was a short, was a graduate of history and often told only a simple short stories about famous buildings. A few years ago, Shekhar had been invited to speak at a four-day conference in Delhi, where Usha and Muni had accompanied him. While Shekhar spent his days working, Usha and Muni went to see the Qutub Minar, the Red Fort and the Humayun's tomb. Muni was enchanted by the stories behind the old buildings. You know, my child, Usha said a little sadly, I can't take you. I have to stay there in a shared room with another colleague. Also, Delhi will be very hot right now. Hotter than Inda? Of course, said Usha. Then I will have to spend my entire vacation in summer camps, declared Uni enthusiastically. No, that may not be necessary, Usha said thoughtfully. Let me think about this a little bit and figure out where you can stay for the six weeks. Give me some time, I will talk to your father. Muni nodded. She was not worried. She knew that her parents would find a nice place for her to stay. But that day, her father also came home from early from work. By then, Kaveri had finished cooking and left. Their routine was precise. Every weekday morning, Usha got up early to make breakfast and lunch for the family. Three of them ate breakfast, after which Muni rushed to catch a school bus. Usha went to her office by scooter while Shekhar took the car to the hospital. Both of the parents came back by lunchtime to eat together. Then Usha would immediately leave Shekhar and would rest in the afternoon and go back to the hospital for the evening consultation. He usually came back the night sometimes or even later depending upon the number of patients weekends were a different story Saturday was a half day for both mother and daughter so Usha took Nuni to the swimming pool in the evenings Sunday was the much dreaded homework day while Nuni slogged Shaker would relax and meet friends or help around the house Kaveri came in the evenings every day cleaned the house cooked and left everything was like clockwork in their house and life. Nuni found it very boring. At the dinner table that night, the subject of the discussion was Nuni and where she could stay for her six weeks. But even after a half an hour, her parents couldn't decide. After Nuni had finished dinner, Usha suggested, Why don't you go to the living room and watch Chotabim? Nuni understood that her mother wanted to distract her and went into the living room. Still, she could overhear her parents talking in the next room. So he said, no, need to indoor. She asked her husband. No, she's not used to the terrible heat there. But it is also true. I couldn't take a look after Rooney by myself for six weeks. Maybe I should call my parents. Shekhar wondered out loud. I don't 
don't think you should call your parents uh, come here for such a long time. As it is, your mother hardly stays here for a week before she starts having asthma attacks and then she rushes back home. You know they are uncomfortable in our small apartment that they are used to live in this spacious house in the village. Still, I would like it if they agreed to come. Why don't you talk to them? How about Dr. Vivek's house? Vivek has suggested. His wife and he can take care of Mona. They are very helpful, young and energetic. Oh, that's not practical. They have a one-year-old baby and it's not right to leave our child in someone else's house for six weeks. It is better to take talk to your parents, said Usha. Shekhar wasn't convinced. Can you drop out of the training program, he asked. No, I can't do it this time. I've already postponed it multiple times in a few last years. Now it has come to a point where I must complete the training if I want to grow my career. Shaker nodded, took care of his phone and called his father and explained the problem and requested his parents to come and stay with for a few weeks. After he finished the call, Shaker looked at his wife and said, Appa has a different opinion. things that we should let Nomi stay in the village. They can't come now because of one of their causes pregnant and Aunt Sarsu's granddaughter is also getting married in the summer. The mango season will start soon and Appa says he has, has a lot of work. He's giving me every excuses that he can not to come here. Shaker sighed. Don't say that, Usha said firmly. Appa is not giving you excuses. He's telling the truth. The car, the wedding, the work and his fields are important to him. Just like I can't skip my training. Your parents can't leave their home for six weeks either. But think about his suggestion. It may not be a bad idea for Nuni to stay in Somanahandi. She'll be safe. My only concern is that she may not have friends there. And if so, how she spend time? Appa said that there is a new headmaster who has come to take care of the local high school. He has son around Nuni's age. Also, many of my cousin's children are coming to the village for the wedding. I don't think that Nuni will get bored. Why don't we ask Nuni for her opinion directly? Usha smiled and nodded. Nuni! Both parents yelled together. Though she was still watching Chota Meme, Nuni knew exactly what was going on. She wondered whether she should go to Vivek uncle's house or to her grandparents in the village. In the end, she thought that it would be better to stay in Somanahandi because of the wedding in the family, the catering, the cowshed, and the vast fields that she could play and the river that she could swim in. She went to her parents and declared, I will go to Vajja's place. Usha heaved a sigh of relief, but remained a little concerned at the thought of sending her daughter away for so long. Shekhar was quiet. In that case, it is decided. Usha turned to Nuni and said, Sleep early tomorrow and see in the next morning. Your dad will drop you to Slomanahandi. You, sh- you both should leave by 6 so your father can get back to Bangalore the same day. I will pack your bags for the trip and get a few things for Ajja and Aji too. It's a good idea, said Shekhar. I will ask Vivek to come with me so that I don't get bored on the way back. Usha patted Nuni on the head and both of them headed back to the living room and watched the last few minutes of Chotami. Thanks for watching guys. The next chapter is visiting the village. Okay, stay tuned for that. Bye bye.